Hey teachers, my name is Adva Hanan. I am obsessed with everything early childhood education and supporting you through your teaching career. I help you feel supported, encouraged, and continue learning throughout your time, both inside and outside of the classroom. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators are supported and guided throughout their classroom experience. Classroom management, teacher burnout, and distance learning are all topics we cover here. So get ready to learn, grow, and become the teacher you've always dreamed of being. Let's make an impact together. If it is parent-teacher conference time for you, and you are an early childhood teacher, this is the episode for you. Do you feel like parent-teacher conferences make you more overwhelmed and more stressed out than you already are to begin with? I know it can feel like a never-ending cycle, and then to add the work of parent-teacher conferences can be a lot on your plate as a teacher. So before I give you tips to managing your time, I want to tell you a little bit about my first year when I led conferences for the first time, and I promise it relates. When I initially got a lead teaching position, I had no idea how much work parent-teacher conferences can add to a person's plate. Oh my gosh, it was so stressful because on top of being a first-year teacher and needing to get the swing of things in terms of my to-do list in general as a teacher, I also had conferences to worry about. My time management skills have been less than less than perfect and they were even worse during my first year of teaching i did not have my shit together excuse my french i went into conferences still having to do work to make sure that i was prepared and i was crazy enough to leave it for the morning of conferences who does that can you imagine having a roster of 12 kids and you're preparing for conferences, taking notes, but you don't actually have everything set and ready, and you do it the morning of, in between conferences. I don't know what I was thinking. Over the years, I learned to manage my time and make sure that my time was being spent in a productive way. So today, I am here to share a few tips that have helped me over the years. First and foremost, in the weeks prior to conferences, I always took note of any students that needed to be observed in order to help me prepare for the day of. I looked for the different developmental milestones that are important for my students, cognitive development, speech and language, social emotional development, fine, fine and gross motor skills, etc. My favorite way to take notes is to have a notebook, and the notebook will be split into various sections, each section for a student in my class. And each day I would write in those sections, things that I observed of each student. So it was my way of reflecting. And if you want a little bit more on reflection, you can always download my guide with the link in the show notes below, or um, you can always DM me on Instagram at Shaping Little Minds Podcast um, if you want a copy of it. It is completely free, I promise. Number two, once I have my notes and observations, I make sure to review it 
with my immediate supervisor so that she can help me navigate wording and navigate the conference itself and my classroom team to go over any concerns that might have been brought up and might need to be brought to the parents' attention. I've always been taught that at parent-teacher conferences, it is not time to bring up any concerns. That should always be done prior. Parent-teacher conferences should be positive. I'm not sure how it works in your school, but for me, parent-teacher conferences were always a time to tell the parents how wonderful their child is and what their strengths are and what they're doing in the classroom that they love. Um, If there are any concerns, what I used to do is I used to start my observations about a month before conferences, and about two weeks before, I would reach out to any parents if I had any concerns. Number three, because I knew that conferences take up a large portion of my time, I tried my best to use my prep period in a productive manner. I don't think that A teacher can finish everything in a prep period because usually prep periods are 20 minutes, but it is helpful to at least get started during that prep period so the task is feeling a little less daunting. So here is a way to split up your tasks so that you can feel like you have been productive, that you know what you're getting done, and that you don't don't feel like you're scatterbrained. So each day, have three specific tasks that you want to get done that day. What does that mean? That means get very specific on how much and what you want to get done. For example, if you want to plan a lesson, are you planning for the week, the month, the next day? What are you planning for? So if you are taking a prep period to lesson plan, how much of the lesson planning are you going to do that day? Then set a time for how long every task will take you so that you know how much time you'll need to accomplish those tasks that you've set out to do that day. And last but not least, and honestly, one of the most important parts of this is stick to those three tasks. Don't let yourself get distracted. Don't let yourself get sidetracked. Stick to those three tasks. Those three tasks should be the most important tasks you are doing that day. Now, don't get me wrong. I am no expert in time management, but I've learned a lot in my years in the classroom, and I just love to be able to pass along any advice I have to you. I want to see you thriving and being your best teacher self, both inside and outside of the classroom. So keep learning, growing, and becoming your best teacher self. I am so proud of you. See you next time, teachers.